Hi, I'm Holiday Kirk, and thank you for listening to the New Metal Agenda podcast. If you want to help further expand the New Metal Agenda, check us out on patreon.com slash newmetal underscore agenda. Membership perks include ad-free episodes, Patreon-exclusive podcasts, the ability to submit questions for guests ahead of time, free merch, and more. Thanks and enjoy the episode. I crack open it. All right, let me get chatting. Let me get chatting. Let me do my intro. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna start recording before I even fix myself. Incredible. Yes. yes. This is really misogyny, yes. frankly. I know. That's I'm how I feel about that. this. It's part of my brand now. Good evening from Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. I am Holiday Kirk, and you are listening to the New Metal Agenda. With me tonight are my co-hosts, grandfather. Good evening, everyone. Riviera. Hey, everyone. Coming to us live. Big celebrity guest and calling in from what looks like a cartel safe house <laughs> or potentially a police interrogation room. John Karna. John Karna, the actor, American actor, known for his role as Noah Foster in the Scream television series on MTV and uh, currently on strike, I assume. I'm, a, I'm so on strike. I'm not even allowed to do press. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask, are you you're not allowed crossing the picket line? No, it is. I don't think so because this is this is a purely new metal experience. This is has nothing to do with me and my acting. Okay. I appreciate you providing context for who I am, but I'm just here (laughs) because I love I'm a secret new metal soldier. So every time we ask you about your acting career, anything you and you just gotta be like. I'm just here because I love new metal. I, I just want to chop no. it up about just went, you know new metal, and if it happens to be about the Scream Three soundtrack, and I have like a weird tangential interest in that because of my previous work, that's just cool. It's just and cool what that was that out. previous work? It was on an MTV show entitled Scream the MTV series, Scream colon the TV series. And how are the residuals on that treating you? Not great. Not great. Didn't they like pretty recently take it off streaming? You know they did, and then I think they put it back on. I mean, we don't yeah. get like, email notifications or anything, yeah. but I think my mom was like, "It's back on Netflix." But you know, look, if we're gonna chop it up about this for just a second, it yeah. was kind of crazy. Like, Scream. Look, it's an MTV show. It wasn't like it was kind of it was kind of popular, whatever, because people were stoked about Scream, but it got fairly popular on netflix and it was really interesting that you know there was really no you didn't really like experience a a monetary um thank you or a kudos um it also didn't help that it funny how that happens isn't it yeah the the weinsteins were like part of the whole thing so when they what are they up to these days you know, I think one of them's just sitting in the same cell I'm in. Actually, he's right. He's, he's two rooms <laughs> over. Actually, shut up, Harvey. Cool it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it, once that imploded, I mean, you know, look, like all the scream kids are just laughing about how, you know, once you're on Netflix, it just it doesn't really. You know, so you're down yeah. to your last eight hundred grand or something. <laughs> yeah, dude, eight hundred grand. That would be so sick if I was rocking that. Um, I, feel like, I feel like that's just where you when you get to Wikipedia famous, I feel like you should uh, have permanent financial stability. You, you know, I to wish. me, that's I like mean, the pinnacle. Yeah. Look, it was like seven years ago, too. So it's kind of like, you want that 800 grand. Yeah. This podcast permanently. Yeah, bro. It would be amazing. I now I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it all. You know, I'm, I'm doing anything. I'm hustling for any kind of money now. You know, you're just and I'm on the picket and all that. You know, it's you're doing your oh, best. Yeah. You're doing your best. Are you actually not allowed to talk about your your television film acting career? Like, beef straight up. I don't know, man. I don't really know the rules. I don't think this really counts as... I think it would be really cool if this became a scandal. Would this be our first scandal? I I don't think it would be a fun scandal for John. I was reading reading the rules because... So, I I work in theater. Um, Okay, yeah. I'm a wardrobe costume designer person. Um, So, if you ever need one of those... Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll remember. Yeah. Um, but I was like, damn, I don't want to get him in trouble. Um, and everyone, so during the pandemic, when everyone started their rewatch podcasts, um, now all those actors are like, some of them like got a notice to like s- stop doing your like Scrubs rewatch podcast because this is <laughs> this is driving numbers. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But I think we're okay because this isn't like a rewatch podcast. It's an analysis. And like, 
Yeah, we're we're chopping it up. No, I this mean, is a, this is a, this is a don't this is a don't watch that forever. shit podcast. This is a don't watch that shit podcast. Chicago Fire yeah, garbage. Don't watch that shit. Valley yeah. of the Boom trash. Don't even bother watching that shit. Lady yeah. Bird Good. garbage. Don't even bother watching that shit. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> awful. No picket line. We're not crossing the picket line. That was a test. That was dude. A test. I I'm really honored that you have checked out my IMDb, bro. That really does mean a lot. Thank you. I, I had to do something um, while I'm yeah. burning up in here, and I couldn't watch Lady Bird because can't cross the picket line myself for no, no reason. No, you cannot. No, don't Sugar do land it. either. No go. Now, you as a young man of the same age that I am, actually. Are we uh, Are we 30? We are both 30, baby. How's your back? How's your lower 30. back? Doing all right, but I do feel uh, gentler with my soul, which I am appreciative of. You getting these? Are you getting the lines here? So many, dude. Oh yeah, my it's god, deep. it's getting very deep. What I get now are these these lines going this way. Those are cool. I look like a jack o' lantern in photos now. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, did Ooh, you have? Oh. I did not. So I didn't see the only Scream movie I've ever seen is Scream Three because I was going what? through and doing a new metal cinema project during the pandemic where I just watched as much new metal cinema as I could. Is that the article you sent me? That's like why you watched Scream 3? No, this was this was years ago. This was years. That was this was all in the lab. This was like 2021. Dude, the first two are very good, man. Scream 3 is kind of a maligned scream. Not I didn't like it. Oh. It had no new first of all, it has no new metal in it. It has no new metal in it. That's true. So we're kind of like off to a bad start with that. It has I don't even know if it has Ward if I think it I think it just has a bit of um it, it has a bit of sunburn by fuel, which is a great song. Not it's very new metal, but great song. But otherwise, I don't think it has much uh actual new metal in it. Did anyone in here? Come on, Briv, you're you I feel like you'd be the one to actually have watched this movie for this. Are, yeah, are you guys screaming? Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. In general, I would be. I hate horror movies. Wow. It's not a scary like, movie. It's not a scary movie at all. I, yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter. I didn't know this about you. Yes, you did. I've told you this like a couple times. Spooky movies. It's not for everybody. Spooky movies. Now the soundtrack. Well, okay. Hand. So I, I have a I have a tangential but like equally insane argument that I think like horror as a genre and like musical theater are actually the same thing. Um this is interesting but uh you could talk yeah i don't know i just i just can't i can't do them i think there's like there's a really they're both like mediums that are doing this really interesting thing where they're breaking with reality through a like largely narrative and reality-based art form but there is this like clear like once it escalates to a certain point there is a break and like a suspension of disbelief that you just go along with um and like in one it is song and dance and in one it is you know it's just like weird like the language of jump scares and like yeah. Yeah. um murder and gore and all that anyway it doesn't really matter if it's like silly or or gross i don't know i just i got an anxiety disorder okay i get it i get <laughs> no fancy we all knew i but the soundtrack for scream 3 amazing so good Dude, like honestly? in terms of like that t- date time and place yeah. really good i uh I, I became acquainted with it in the past couple of days, I got to say. And I um, I think I get it now. I I would love to discuss in detail, but I just want to say before we pop in there, I just want to say I'm a fan. And maybe it's the beginning of my true new metal life because I was like, damn, I didn't know about Finger Eleven besides that very popular tune. They but were I was so like, new metal. They were like new yeah. metal to the to the to the socks kind of crazy head to toe dripped out crazy new metal and john Carn. i mean it's a pleasure to have you onto the agenda we need agents everywhere we need agents at all <laughs> levels of government sleeper agents when the time comes when you get when you get called up when they're like all right we'll meet your demands we'll pay you to scab and you get called back for that scream reboot you gotta be <laughs> the one to make those soundtrack suggestions because i was looking at the soundtrack to your uh to your scream series and it's a bunch of real urban outfitters dressing it's not new metal yeah it's not it's the poppy on here poppy's new metal yeah okay i mean and i i'll tell you like i have some friends who kind of were like yo i listen to the mtv scream soundtracks 
and it just felt like music that was it was it's just music to see it's music to see playing at an la fitness but you can't hear it because you have the headphones on like you're looking yes. at the tv screen you're like and you're like you're like who the fuck is i don't know uh Sieb or george ezra like you know it's playing you can't hear it but yeah. it's, it's playing it's in the air it's in the air you know what's fucked up about gym music by the way my gym is spinning way too much new metal now like I thought that was something I'd always wanted. I don't want it at all. I do not like walking through the because it's supposed to be like I'm listening to new metal and and the gym is playing like Steve Aoki. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, glad I can't hear that shit. Instead, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm listening to new metal and they're playing Butterfly by Crazy Town on the speakers. I'm like, what the fuck? Gotta pop those headphones off. No, no, I, it's for I, me. It is not for the fucking gym. <laughs> That's wrong. That's so wrong. There's I do want to I want to ask you guys just a question that I've been like this is you know how people come prepared for these interviews but this is something i really have been stoked to ask you all of you okay. yeah. Listen, have you noticed you've noticed i mean i'm sure you've talked about it on this podcast but like new metal is coming back people are stoked as hell deaf yeah. all over tiktok i'm noticing i'm like damn this is really crazy do you feel like you know, crazy ass moments in new metal has been a part of this or has been a no react? i think i was all of it I'm a little, I'm a little fed up. I'm, I feel like I might, when I was, so we was, I was just in the New York times for a piece that they did on like new metals comeback. And I didn't get my interview portion in there because I was way too autistic on the call. Forgot and, the prompts. And did not. Yeah. I guess I forgot the prompts. I think she was clear about the prompt and I didn't talk about the prompts, but anyway, referred to me as someone that was like, that like owned a funny Twitter account. And I was like, certainly a lot more than that, but there is, you know, there is a lot of people around up front, but I am getting to that point where I kind of am like, yeah, you know what? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I did. I did. I did this. But I mean, y'all really were like that. my remembrance. I was like, damn, look at this sick ass Twitter account reminding me of when I had that moment in middle school listening to corn. And now I'm back. Like, I just feel like I'm back. And I the tough, we're the, so back. The tough yeah. thing about the ideological project, though, and something that just takes a lot of focus and effort is to remind people, like, this is not a joke to me. This is not no game. I'm no. here to actually make things happen now and later. And, like, there's something very, there's something, like, kind of unsettling when you realize, like, if you spend too much time just posting, like, throwback clips, you're like, what am I? What am I doing? Like I'm, I'm spe like if you spend too much time posting about a time when things were happening instead of making things happen. Mm. Post like a bunch yeah. of clips from like 2019, and then people start saying stuff like we were once a proper nation and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's like, and I'm just like, I'm like, that's not no, 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 that's not, oh, that's sorry. not the point. That's not the point at all. Fuck the fuck off. That's not. So, so, but thank you. I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate Very hearing cool. that. I, I needed cool. something. I, I was, I was, I've been on. I keep. So TikTok is like keeps trying to figure out where to put me. And it's like, does he want police cam body videos? Does he want yeah. apartment tours? And it's getting me towards unemployment TikTok. And everyone's <laughs> like, everyone's like, I've been unemployed since May and I'm gonna kill myself. And I'm like, I'm like, I've been unemployed since last September and never been busier, never been broker, but never been busier. So maybe the new metal, the new metal agenda is hiring. We need people. We don't have we, we, don't, have, we don't have the funds yet, but we are hiring. John, yeah. you need a job, bro. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I they don't pay you to you know stand outside of the New York Netflix office. They're not paying you for that. Don't they have? You guys don't have, have a market recovery fund. You know, I have heard of uh, politics here for a second. We uh I, we when we no, pick it, my union, you get a check for seventy five dollars a day in residuals for showing up. What it's called the solidarity do? fund. He's just a little bit too famous. John is just a little <laughs> bit too famous. John is just like a little sorry, dude. Ah, fuck. Hey, 75 bucks is 75 bucks. Dude, I would I'm take just... that in a heartbeat, man. Like, where? what is your union? Are you in the WGA or? Uh, Heat and Frost Local 17. I mean, it's. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think there's something similar because I think. I, well, I think I it's a picket. You're in the, are you in the guild? Are you in the Screen Actors Guild? How do you not recognize this guy, man? Yeah, Cran's in the writing guild. Of Roseanne. He was on that reboot of Roseanne for like three seasons, man. Dude, Heat and Frost is very important, man. I mean, shit, are you, where, where, you're in a different time zone than me. Where are you heating and frosting? Uh, Chicagoland area. Ah, dude, there's so much heat needs there. And frost. Don't forget the frost, man. And a lot of frost, man. So much frost. We were talking about that on an episode where it's like, 
the people that know how to do heating and cooling, especially cooling, they're going to be the wealthy people at some point. You can mm. fix if you can come fix this. If you could walk me through how to fix this AC, actually, right now, John Carno will give you a hundred bucks for me. So yeah, dude, that's I I signed <laughs> I signed up for that right before I did this interview. So really yeah, if anybody wants that. to come in, uh, I will donate a hundred dollars to a random person. John, did you have did you like in preparation for your role in the television series? Did you like review the entire Scream franchise? Absolutely, yeah. And I'll tell you, actually, I I I want to say to our sweet friend who does not like horror movies, like I'm right there with you. I, you know, when I first started the show, I was not a big fan. I was like, you know, it's a little spooky town. I majored in musical theater actually back in the day. And yeah. uh, I was like, I don't know, but the thing about it, and I do think this really jives with new metal is the more I watched it, the more I couldn't stop watching it. I became this like deep fan of the canon. And the horror movie canon was what really started to get me because the character that I played was just like, he was obsessed, you know? And um, I started even just listening to the Scream 3 soundtrack. I was like, damn, like, I wanted to know more. I mean, like, did you guys, what was that like second to last tune on the soundtrack? That's like something called like Ear 2000 that doesn't yeah. even have yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 167 so, monthly listeners on Spotify. Like who even are these click, people? Click by Ear 2000. Click, that's click. the best that's the best feeling is when you find that like way down there shit especially for an album like this which probably went platinum that's really the miracle of new metals you had bands with like super well-funded bands that came and went just because there were so many of these bands around at the same time that yeah. it was possible to get a placement on an album like this that went gold and also just be completely forgotten i don't even remember that i mean that song goes a good song it was all right it was all right i mean i definitely feel like you know, the soundtrack to me had 90% excellent tunes. Like, there were a couple that were not. I mean, I just feel like, okay, I'm looking at the list right now. Automatic by American Pearl. That was not new metal to me. That, that was a... Do you disagree? You felt like that was... Dude, because this is something I've been, like, really excited to talk to you about, man. Because I've been a fan of your Twitter for a while. You popped on Taking Back Sunday at one point, And I love Taking doing Back this. Sunday. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how this works, right? Occasionally I'll post a song in a video that is not new metal in the slightest. And I'll let that circulate through non new metal parts of the internet. And then I bring those followers in and convert them to new metal fans. (laughs) It's honestly really. But not Break the Ice. That that one's actually new metal. Yes. Break the Ice by Britney Spears. I I picked up a lot of Britney Spears fans in the, in the, in the process. And I will be. I will be bringing them over to this cult we've got going here. It's not a new metal song, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the Britney Spears tune, I do remember you posting that, and I was like, okay, I could see that being kind of new metal. Don't see it. I liked I appreciate I, I enjoyed doing That's it. That's right. That's... But I was not seeing it. Um, I think that's John sticking about... around. John's one this of the team the... now. <laughs> this is the thing about new metal that I'm starting to feel from you know you got all of you but truly you know the man post and i'm like you know i think new metal is kind of a state of mind it's like you know we need to lock it down a little bit because it's getting too vague because now when i try to do like new metal themed events and they kind of kind of underperform and i can feel that energy in the air where it's like new metal it's a thing that's happening but nobody's sure how to like capitalize on it it's not like when emo came back and everyone was like emo is the following it's mcr it's Fall Out Boy, it's Panning the Disco. Yeah. And now it's like when you hear new metal, it's like, what is new metal? And even when people like me are asking that question, like it's like day one of a college course, I'm like writing on the chalkboard, what is new metal? <laughs> John, what do you think new metal is? Uh, wrong. I think there's a little wiki wiki in, in new metal that I love. All right. Kind of right, yeah. smart ass. Yeah, so, I like a little wiki wiki. Well, I think you can kind of break it down right into like orthodox tangential and like things that are funny to call or like pairs well with right part of the general milieu yeah so orthodox would be like corn lincoln park yeah Yeah. bands like that you're catholic new metal yeah catholic new metal there thank you yeah and then you've got like protestant new metal Um, new metal hedonistic new metal i don't i don't know i don't there's only so far i can take that metaphor but i think what's 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 nice about that i think the reason that we have this problem is because all of those biggest new metal bands sounded fucking nothing alike. Like if you squinted, yeah. if you squinted, I think Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, Michael McCormick, they had like overlapping 
elements, but corn and limp biscuit and deftones and yeah, Slipknot, those like these are four totally different bands. System of a down. This is down like completely like they all do very different things. Yeah. Very different. Well, and I actually things. wonder if like part of that is kind of a like a post post event revisionism to kind of refuse to acknowledge that that the origin of this is California. Because mm. like the narrative becomes that it is like a white trash Midwest genre, which mm-hmm. is not. It did gravitate hard, in like, that direction, though. When you it, look like, at what went was, there. But what what people don't know, what what people don't really know is that what happened after New Metal completed its like real pop culture run from like ninety-four to two thousand and three, bands like Stained and Godsmack hung around on the charts. Like we're still oh, absolutely. big on the rock charts. There's so, still wow. that is still like a hundred percent of what gets played like daytime at the strip club. <laughs> is that, wow. that is That's three AM the chicken wing buffet is still open. Yep. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably yeah. right. I haven't, I mean, I haven't experienced that, but I also have not experienced a lot of daytime stripping. He's like, I haven't experienced a lot of that, but I haven't not experienced that. He's about to make ends meet however it takes. There's a, yeah, um, I think, yeah, I, think I don't, I don't have doing any... like pickets and events in solidarity with. Yeah, I mean, when I'm stripping at the, at the line, I definitely do system of a down for sure, but I, um, you could definitely strip to some system i think that so anyway the vehicle though of the horror movie soundtrack i think that was like the most that was when you were trying to market to an audience that was your target demographic was kids that were going to see horror movies so i love that i mean load up these soundtracks with music that would appeal to those kids and you know go ahead i gotta say with you know just looking because i was trying to take a deep dive today i was you know i'm sitting in i'm in new york right now i'm living in the east village i was just chilling on this rooftop tonight watching the sun go down listening to the scream 3 soundtrack and i was just getting deep and all these artists i'm like what's going on and power man 5000 was really getting to me and i just really loved their you know about page where they say in all caps they say electro metal hi-fi sci-fi punk rock killers and that to me i think it was the sci-fi that i'm like this this feels like new metal to me that it's like y2k the computers are about to go down we are living in the future you know how are we even going to make it to 2001 that kind of shit i'm like this is why i love new metal Caring, caring a, a fucking lot about the stuff, like all the extra stuff, the fringe stuff is is a big part of it. Like caring yeah. a lot about the hair and the costumes and the visual aesthetic and stuff like that. And I do agree because I think that's like that's what makes good rock and roll is having yeah. ha- having your own little world, no matter how trashy it might be. Yeah. But yeah, man, I those those horror movie soundtracks. I've actually been doing like a Saw rewatch recently. So the first two Saws have been uh, those credit songs. There's like the credit song of the first Saw is Fear Factory. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I was just about to look into that because I know that Mudvayne did a a single for I think the third one, and I I I'd, I'd forgotten this though. I'd forgotten that that Fear Factory did that. Yeah. Yeah, only in the theatrical cut, too. I got to say that, you know, if you watch it, if you watch any unrated cut, they just put in the like classic saw music in the credits, you know, like the da da da. Cowardice. Wow. Yeah, but in the theatrical cut, you will be. It's a saw now. It's a saw now. So let him saw you. I've never seen any. Have you guys ever seen those? I've seen all those in theaters. Bro. Did you really? Of course you did, Cran. I'm 100. You guys forget I'm 110. No, I... I, I saw the Scream movies. I remember. Up to four. Oh, oh, you so you saw That's three wild. in theaters? Yeah, I did. What do you think of yeah, it at the The young time? lady I was dating at the time. It did it, it, it what it had That's to do. That's a wild date movie. <laughs> Scream... A wait, nice wait, lady. what's a... What's a good. Hold on. What's a wild date movie? I, Scream 3? Scream 3. No, it is not. See, this is a problem. Am I wrong? Not, so here's okay. the thing about the Scream franchise. I've only seen one of them, but if I know it correctly, it's not just like straight horror. It's also a little humor. It's well, right. well, that's well, it's all about, the it's about the war they were on poking terror. fun at the tropes. Right. It is it about the war on The first two in particular, but... 
Thanks. Doesn't the main actor get the shit beat Kirk out of John's him? Kirk Johnson on the team. Like, he's not an oh. invincible character. <laughs> well, yeah, we got Scream 3, we got Liev Schreiber, we got Parker Posey. The whole thing is it's so meta about Hollywood, man. Like, they're going yeah, to do that's movie right. version. That is the plot. It's very good. And then, you know, Parker Posey plays, like, Neve Campbell in the, you know, and they're killing off everybody. It's great. It's great stuff. Yeah, see, you should have watched it because it's not, it, there. I don't think there's any jump scares. I don't think, is there? I mean, maybe I they're trying. Maybe I it didn't remember. Circa None two, that work. Circa 2000 jump scares. Not Bro, nothing, God. nothing very postmodern. You got to watch the first screen, man. It's a really good movie. You know what's so funny is my my only experience with the first scream is I worked on like a kind of avant-garde short play drag performance based on it. Sick. <laughs> as, as the... God, the costume designer slash like just so on brand all the I know time, it's just really <laughs> horrifying. So but it was great. It was a great little piece to drag, I think. The Scream franchise has a drag feel to it. Already. Yeah. So yeah. the ultimate anyway. in horror movie new metal soundtracks. I just gotta ask now, John Carna, have yeah. you seen Queen of the Damned? Dude, no, I was checking out your article and I was realizing how much I needed oh, to no, you have to. Because it Cause looks I, the most new metal get it. in spirit, you know? In spirit, you'll get it, I think. In physical form, it is the <laughs> most new metal movie that will ever exist. We will ne- there will never be a more new metal movie than this. John yeah, I mean, it's true. Again, it's like, like it's every trope, and they're actually in it, and it's actually the diegetic plot. And yes, it is, and, the, and, it and. is the plot. The, the 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 fucking vampire guy. There's a there's a new metal band playing above this guy. And he wakes up hearing the music. He's like, that's that shit shreds. He goes up and he becomes the lead singer of that band right there by singing in Jonathan Davis's voice. Sick. It is. It's like that is like how the movie starts. It's insane. And the first first half of that movie, pretty good. Second half, really bad. It definitely Uh because all the new metal goes away and they kind of don't have any. They have like they can't resolve the plot correctly. So but the first half of that movie is incredible. So it's, it's it's a must watch no matter what. So Dude, yeah, you'll no. get it in a way that I think Kirk doesn't. It's new metal Mamma Mia. <laughs> like it's a jukebox musical fundamentally. Oh. And oh. like, I mean, out of that same cultural moment when when everyone was making jukebox musicals. Okay, but didn't doesn't a jukebox musical need to not have original music? Not necessarily. Just like be mostly. This is, is all original, original music, music and Queen of the Damned? Oh no, there there is. Well, nobody's singing the unoriginal music, dude. There's there's a fucking sex scene between Stuart Townshend and Aaliyah soundtrack it's to Child in the House of Flies by Deftones. It's amazing. Aaliyah is in Queen of the Dam. Yes, yeah. it was her and final they, role. Wasn't and it? they fuck to Change in the House of Flies in a huge bathtub of blood. It's really good. When you <laughs> see a like lot of this in 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 in, in when you see a lot of this in isolation, you think this has got to be the best movie ever, and it just can't put the pieces together quite correctly. Maybe I could re-edit you were this. So cool back then. I mean, you know, <laughs> We were cool back in the early 2000s, man. You know, we yeah, were doing crazy shit. And the idol could never. You know what? There was there was an appeal to it when you were told what culture is. When you had yeah. no hand on the till, you couldn't like you couldn't sit in the theater and film a TikTok of the movie happening. You could not participate in the theater experience. You had to just watch that shit, and that was it. And you tell your friends what you thought of it. That was it. That was the extent of your cultural participation to that i can't go to movies anymore i'm done i'm retired from the movie theater experience last movie theater i went to people were filming the screen people were texting people it was really bad and i can't do that what what movie was it it was the newest mission impossible it wasn't even one of the 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 sloppenheimer or the barbie thing it was it had nothing to do with that it was a movie Barbie's pretty good actually it was great i was a fan I heard it was great. And I did see, I did actually see Oppenheimer. I watched it on my phone on an airplane. I watched a cam rip of it on my phone on an airplane, yes. which is exactly how it was supposed to be watched. <laughs> is Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan shot it on his Galaxy Z Flip 4. So, yeah, yeah that's what he wanted. That's how he wanted it. Can I um, go ahead? Oh, shit. Okay. I just wanted to ask listen, I was going through your article, right? Like that you had sent me. You were like, check this out movie soundtracks, new metal. I'm so surprised. You didn't pop on the crow, man. What's going on? With ah, that? fuck off. We got that. I know somebody mentioned that in the in the peanut gallery on the internet. Not the crow, the crow two. Crow two, crow two features the on record. Of angels. I think, I think it's the first time 
Deftones were on like a major release. I don't remember if Adrenaline came out first, but Teething mm. is on there. T- Deftones are in the movie, mind you. Uh, a corn B side, a really good corn B side is on there. There's and the the screen, but yeah, the the Crow Two soundtrack is very new metal. We we fumbled that one. We fucked it. I didn't, you know, I didn't see the Crow Two, but I remember the Crow One being like so important because I I went over to my friend Eric Rollinger's house in sixth grade, and he was the guy who. How's oh, he, you know Eric? How's, how's he these days? Dude, he's all right, man. He's an accountant now. Pretty pretty deep conservative, you know. He's okay. Do you he's ask okay. him what to do with your money? <laughs> he should help me man dude you might actually see this like he still follows me on instagram so at some point dude eric if you're watching this man you were such a great guy but also we would have weird times in middle school i don't know it was hard to know if you were my friend or not and i hope you're I hope you're all right but thank you for showing me the crow if he made you watch the crow too then no but the crow one yes <laughs> yeah the, the crow, crow one is sucks. amazing man crow, crow one is a masterpiece crow two is trash unfortunately yeah. different guy it's right because so the first guy yeah. Yeah, and that that is really the Brandon problem Lee, with so much new metal cinema is that it is really bad. So like the last movie we got in here, I, I wish I had thought of fucking, I wish I had thought of the uh, the Crow too. Instead, I thought of Little Nicky, which really <laughs> did need to be in here. That was a really that was, that was a really essential piece of new metal cinema that needed to make it in here. And I watched that at, at, on a Monday morning, and it was fucking terrible, like yeah. unbelievably yeah. bad. Like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. He sings with a fake mentally handicapped. He speaks with a fake mentally yeah. handicapped accent yeah. for the whole movie. And Popeye's Chicken makes a cameo appearance four times. Yes, he four does. Yes, fucking does. times does this come up in this movie? And it's and just, I just remember like a demon with like boobs on his head. Yeah, I, I that was the that, first movie where Adam Sandler brought in all of his friends that he grew up with, and it's it's just uh, them trying to be funny, and none of it works. If you had told Listen. me the whole thing was improv, I would completely believe you. It is. There, there <laughs> might be a little Nikki reappraisal though. The thing is, no, is like I, I thought I was gonna be. Like... I thought that was gonna be me, John Carna. I went <laughs> into that like this is gonna slap. I bet it did not. Because here's the thing: the <laughs> soundtrack to that movie fucking rules. It is like a perfect, a perfect time capsule of that moment in new yeah. metal history. It's pod. It's yeah, they were they were really primed for success. Yeah. What was? It's not even like that bad a premise. Oh cool. yeah, and you know what? It's some of like the sets were cool. It had some like cool sets and stuff. That that there was there was moments there where I thought it was going to happen and it really didn't. But they this is Harvey Keitel the devil in that movie. Who? Harvey, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is Satan actually. Yep. He's Satan yep. in that movie. Yep. You got Incubus on here. You got Deftones on here. Deftones twice. You got Filter on here. Friend of the pod. You got Disturbed <laughs> on here. You got, I mean, they this they had everyone on this soundtrack. And then a lot of it makes its way into the actual movie in very clumsy, horribly edited ways. And it's just really bad. But that's so much of New Metal Cinema is it's it's great soundtracks, terrible movies. So yeah. can I can I ask you guys a question? Another thing as I was no. going down the list of <laughs> the the album, right? Of Scream Three. Because that's this mm-hmm. is my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm chopping it up about stained with y'all. All right. The stained tune that's on there. It's hardcore. This is different than it's been a while. This is real. This is real stained, right? And I was going down into their bio and I saw this story that like stained was opening up for Fred Durst, you know, for Limp Biscuit. And there was like this crazy moment. Have you heard about this? Where like stained gave Limp Biscuit, gave Fred Durst their demo CD. And then in like 45 minutes fred durst is now like angry at stained being like are you a worshiper of the devil do you actually so the album the cover of their like debut their independent debut tormented has like a cross on it and like a woman's face like cut off and stuff it's right. super gritty super, super gritty and gnarly. so yeah fred got a copy of that as they were opening and fred was like i don't want to play with these guys these guys need to get off Get off my bill. And then he actually saw them perform and was like, you're signed. I'm going to blow you guys up huge. Wow. I mean, yeah. like, I didn't realize that Fred Durst was, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, it's a little freaky deaky, uh, you know, speaking to anybody who might worship Satan. But, like, I didn't know that that was like a line he had to draw in the sand about himself. Yeah, I never um, thought about that either, actually. Never thought he'd be the type to to take a moralistic tone. But he saw when he he, he saw dollar signs and. Do all that out there. You know what though? But he was very much like, we're gonna lose all that imagery. We're gonna right. he's like, yo, play. we're gonna do this. You gotta cool it with the face, the woman with the face. Learn to know. play this acoustic guitar. But their song yeah. on there does does rip. 
actually. They had a moment there. Um, yeah. But yeah, New Metal Cinema, I almost feel like New Metal Cinema has to be kind of shit to really qualify because we have this, we have two movies on here. We have The Matrix on here. Mm. And that I movie it destroys. Yeah. It's like almost too good. It's like almost too good to be New Metal Cinema. Yeah. I would say that The Matrix Reloaded is more New Metal than the first Matrix. Just because I'm thinking about those crazy ghost twins, you know, with all the dreads. Yeah. They do have the dreads. They do. Those feel like, like the most new metal characters of. Well, the it's. Franchise. I mean, it's a worse movie and it's hornier in a way that feels so like horny. very. Yeah. Very horny movie. Merovingian. What is it called? Reloaded. I mean. Yep. Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, Cran. I guess I do get it. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, the has anyone here seen the one, the karate, the kung fu movie with Jet Li? Jet yeah. Li, that one I have not seen. No. Good movie. It's fantastic. Great Jet Li movie. is just fucking fantastic. The, He's hard the, to top. Absolutely the most, the most no shit. So there's a needle drop where with down to the sickness, with down down with the sickness in this movie, and they cut straight to the ooh ah ah ah. ah. They don't do any of the build up <laughs> at all. It just cuts right to that, and then Jet Li starts kicking ass, and it's As like, it oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so great bodies gets a needle drop in here the movie finishes with okay so the movie finishes when Jet Li is in hell or cyber prison or something I don't same difference it was 2001 everything had yeah. hell or a cyber prison yeah, he's, like, he's like fighting all these people on top of a pyramid and right as he starts fighting these people on top of this pyramid last resort by Papa Roach starts playing cut my life into pieces <laughs> and the camera proceeds to do this insane dolly shot going back literally miles while like helicopters and dragons fly around and there's like lightning and thunder in the distance and the song's playing the whole time as it goes back and a lot of the sets feel like they're practical to some degree like miniatures and stuff because it was 2001 and they look good and then it like smash cuts to credits and you're just like yeah fuck yeah and I, you know what? That is the other. So that is a, a good point too. That that a lot of these movies, the charm with these movies, what almost got me even about Little Nicky is like you forget how good it feels to to see a movie that's shot on location and yeah. not in a volume or on a green screen. Like just literally, like people mm. know, it's having people be somewhere goes a long way. It's Man, really, it's yeah. the essential liveness and that little bit of shittiness that comes from doing something live that makes things better yeah like there's a little bit of risk there there's a chance the early 2000s was sick like that honestly i mean like i did love that i'm really not i'm not a return guy i've made this point but there's a bit of returning that we do need to do because i'm gonna tell you what okay check this shit out so the flash we're all familiar with the flash the Flash, which is you all went on strike to protest how bad that movie was. I already know it. Yeah, that's why we did it. Actually, that was the moment. Yeah, the, the it, Flash, was, it was the baby in the microwave bit. The Flash <laughs> cost two hundred and twenty million dollars to make, and of course, and it looks for like what fucking dog shit. The it's Matrix Reloaded. Let me tell you guys, the Matrix Reloaded cost one hundred and fifty million to shoot what? the highway chase sequence in the Matrix Reloaded. They fucking built a highway. Oh, they the built an entire highway. For the purpose of shooting this one scene, for and furthermore, it's the it's probably the best fight scene of the 21st century. is It is insane. But they built the whole highway, and it only cost 150 million dollars. And I worked in post production for a while. You're an actor. Some would call you an actor. And grandfather's in the fucking guild, so we all know. I think that I think the three of us know what the jig is, which is. I don't know. Uh, movies cost them 220 million dollars because people embezzle money out of the budget. I'm Union crew, so. bitch. Sorry, sorry. You know sorry. what I heard? Terrible. Some one, two, one. I I can say, uh, working in costumes is uh, the most beautiful, honorable art. So I just want to give Daps respect. Daps John's so hired. You got it. He's <laughs> putting in the resume. <laughs> but okay, you want to hear some? This is some insider baseball that I. Can no, I, I really do. Because oh, I, did, um, I did this like indie movie last year that you know, God, I you know it, it you know you're just doing your best you're just doing your best man and sometimes you're signing on to movies where you, you witness like it all crumbling down around you but there was this the blazing world was okay <laughs> that's yeah that i'm proud of i mean i love different movie so yeah different did yours movie. not even come out no that hasn't come out yet no you know it, you shoot it last year so it's gonna take a second you know yeah. 
yeah, I don't know. I, I probably won't be. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was cool. Whatever. Either way, either way. But my. You can learn I a did, lot from all kinds of projects. You learn all the time. And this one uh, woman I knew who was our makeup lady, who there's like a lot of gore at the end. It's kind of just like mm-hmm. weird horror comedy movie. And she's so good, this chick. And she, you know, <laughs> like it was just amazing with these special effects. And she got this job to be on the new Saw while we were doing the, oh, shit. Uh, you know, which was this crazy yeah. Saw X, which is coming out, but they were going to shoot it. This was last year that she got this job. They were going to shoot it in Mexico with like non-union everything yeah. because it's in mexico mm-hmm. and we're gonna pay her basically a pittance to do like insane special effects for she was like telling me she was like john there's just so many traps she has this like crazy voice she's like john there's so many traps we're doing a lot of traps. and but she's like i'm really excited this is a big moment for me john, you're not gonna believe good. these traps john <laughs> you're gonna do i was like you're gonna do great but then a few days later, she, I was like, How, how's it going with the song movie? She's like, it's not going forward because apparently she said that a guy who had put in a lot of money basically embezzled all the money that had been put into the production yeah. and ran yeah. away, which is just so crazy that they still managed to figure it out. And now we've got Saw X coming out in just a couple yeah, months. Yeah, that's wild that was the point i i assure you whoever did that built it into the budget that that would happen like that's like the insider joke in hollywood is it's like it's like why do movies cost 200 million when they used to cost 50 million it's because it's hard to embezzle a million dollars out of a 50 million dollar budget like we and the thing about taking projects is and i know john carna is going to really relate to this one because when i did post-production you take these projects over and over again they would be like they'd be like it doesn't pay a lot but it's a great opportunity. But you yeah. just keep doing that for years. It doesn't pay a lot, but it's a great opportunity. It's going to look great on our resume. And we're going to mm-hmm. get to the big leagues later. And the big leagues do not ever show up. You're just <laughs> doing another 24-hour shift for bad pay over wow. and over again for years. We did a whole movie. You guys will never see it. It will never come out. We did a whole fucking movie that was from script to final cut. There is no final cut, actually. It's still being edited on. We did the whole thing. And from day one to the final day, dog shit movie absolutely terrible Ugh. and we just we we it was so bad that i'd be re-watching like a, a a rough cut with the vfx artists and we'd say to each other like how do you think they're gonna bury this and they would just and they would be like like oh the actors have a clause in their contracts worth insurance where they'll buy it out and they'll just squirrel it away forever <laughs> we would just openly talk about that we're like no one will ever see this right no no one will ever see this so we're all just gonna have this huge two-year hole on our resume we'll all just have this huge two-year hole on our resume you think they'll let you us know, use our demo reels no 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 i honestly i've just learned i've honestly like i i've done a few indies and i'm grateful for every single one and if any of the people who have worked on this indie watch this thank you but you know, sometimes but you fucked it really bad. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> you learn, like, damn, I gotta be discerning, man. Like you, you just learn that you have to be discerning with your but art. You can't be discerning because when you well, try to be discerning, somebody will sweep in and be like, I'll do it for half of what he's asking for. This is what you have to relinquish is this like need to constantly. I mean, like, look, like I this is so deeply honest, but like, look, I've been on. You know, I was on that sweet MTV show. I've worked. I'm so grateful for the time I've had. But dude, even now, that's part of why the actors are striking is it's like I'm still rocking it out. Like I worked at a Thai restaurant like last year. You're rocking it out. You're slanging Pad Thai. You know, it's beautiful to realize that I don't need to like take the crazy jobs anymore. Because once you start to learn how to Yeah, there actually is something kind of freeing in learning that everyone is deep in the shit. Yeah. And like, no matter how much you, how much you eat shit, like it's probably not going to get better because it's not better for anyone else. Right, exactly. People ask me, but like, people ask me how yeah. I've made it a year unemployed, and I go, I'm not sure either. Actually, I don't know. No side job, no nothing, just stringing it together and making it work. Dude, you know what though? Due to the effort. Dude. So hold on, I actually feel like I have to say this on air because grandfather and Riv put in a lot of like unpaid effort into the podcast and all of the side ventures that it surround the brand. So it's it actually, I'm the, oh my God, I'm the shitty CEO. I'm the shitty CEO. <laughs> I'm the only one of us making this money. Like I'm everyone's really putting it I'm glad effort. that you have figured out this part of your branding. Oh my God. That's why I'm making it <laughs> work because I'm not it. paying you guys fucking anything. Holy shit. 
This has been Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. Thank you guys all <laughs> so much for tuning in. Dude, that is totally what it is. I So I contracted out like- John, don't listen to him. He pays us. He pays me eight hundred thousand dollars a year. We're good. I'm so glad. And also, dude, you probably well, he doesn't pay, pay me because he's a misogynist, as we've established. <laughs> probably don't pay your guests so much. Yeah, no, I can't we believe you're paying me like fifty thousand dollars for this, man. That is so insane. It's worth it. It is worth it. I got to spend money to make money, John. Yeah. You guys spend money. To, yeah, it's an investment into me spreading the new metal agenda. Into John Carna letting people know between shifts at his Thai restaurant. You know, I was on this podcast <laughs> yeah. recently. Yeah, you're like, you want to check out some new metal shit? Dude, I was literally just at a bar in the East Village before I came here. And the guy was like, where are you heading off to, man? And I'm like, man, I'm going to record a podcast about new metal. It's called uh, Crazy Ass Moments in New Metal. And he was like, all right. <laughs> he was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, I swear you were on like TV or something. Like, no, no, long new metal. it's new metal for let me, me. You know what? Let me ask you something. Do you do you think being a superstar is still in the cards for you, or are you like a character actor? <laughs> you know, man, shit. I don't know. Like, shit. John Hamm got really quite famous in his 40s you're allowed to that was not me trying to lead you into like a crisis moment where you go like fuck i'm never gonna make it that was a real question you know how i felt about it is like i the the fact that i'm even here now like having about 10 years of experience acting professionally is insane so it's like you know that's like 99 of the people around you who are trying to act haven't even gotten this far I would say that I don't even really want to be famous because that seems really intense. And I've also been hearing rumors from all these girls who have slept with him that he's given so many women STDs. So many women. I've talked to like fascinating who have and it's kind of like, yeah, we get it. And I met that guy. He's a kind vibes dude. It makes a lot of sense. But he subscribes to our Patreon. So if you're listening, I'm so excited. I'm no. so excited for when this I comes wish. out. I'm so excited when this comes out. People are like, oh, new episode of the New Metal Podcast. Let's check out the preview clip. And they click play and it's just <laughs> has HIV and gives it out to everyone. He sleeps with. I was going to go with a funnier STD. I don't know why that jumped out first. No, and, and actually now I'm realizing I was like, oh, shit. I don't want to be like blowing up his spot. Man. No, like, this I'm is sure it's not like that deal. now. This is I'm sure it's not deal. like that now. I'm What's sure. your attorney's name that you're that your friend the accountant? Did he go to NYU? I think I don't know, man. He's, I, a, he's a really nice guy, and I, I don't think he's giving I, anybody STDs now. He's a really nice okay. guy, and I don't think he I'm has sure. anyone STDs. <laughs> we really don't want it to be like a thing where, but no, look. Either way, all I'm saying is being that famous seems like a lot that of pressure, like yeah. an inherently abusive proposition. Seems yeah. Fucking awesome. And I'd so. be honored. I would be honored. <laughs> Sorry that I'm built different, but I would be I would be honored to just work forever. And if people recognize me, how beautiful. But honestly, like I just love acting deeply. So if I get to act forever, that is beautiful. If I get to like be a part of it in any way, I love making films. So hell yeah. But I don't really need to be. But if I become John Hamm in my 40s, I will come back on this podcast, you know. Be like in your face. Yeah, suck in it, your, holiday Kirk. In your I face. It. I did it. You that doubted me you, and I did it. It I worked out it. great for me. Yeah. And when MTV reboots Mad Men for no residuals. <laughs> no residuals. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there's I a I mean, there's a better question. Do you think that the strike is gonna turn out productive for everybody? Um, I heard I heard a rumor just before I hopped on here that the studios are getting ready to to do some that you guys have held really firm and the studios are getting ready. There's only so many times they can Re, do reruns of Shark Tank they're, so they're getting ready to settle I mean eventually they're gonna have to do something because you know my sense is that the you know the unions there's there hasn't been a double strike since the 80s I think yeah. so like you know and that was about actual television residuals you know that was back when Ronald Reagan was president of SAG so it's like I do think that now that we're in this moment it's like I I don't think they'll ever go back until the studios say something. So I hope it happens sooner than later. I've seen this thing about how the studios are waiting for all the writers and all the actors to start losing their apartments and they're like waiting for Christmas to come and shit. And that yeah. is just the most Oof, infuriating dark, dark shit. Mm-hmm. And it just honestly, all it does is make everyone be like, all right, well, fuck you. We're going to 
we'll go fucking destitute if that's what we have to do to get like a pretty fair, you know, pretty fair compensation. And honestly, the AI thing has to be talked about. Like it has to be put into language, you know? I I just saw this like Supreme Court decision actually that, you know, AI created things cannot be copyrighted. Which so, is good. Yeah, that is good to me. I but think that Supreme Court. Cool. They're one for they're like one. Yeah, for, I mean, I do think nine like, on that yeah. one. <laughs> Thank God everyone there likes beer. You know. Yep. Stop well, clock is right. Yeah. Twice a day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are some important questions about like you know what counts as AI, right? Like, does spell check count as AI? Does does autocomplete? And like it used to. Oh, dude, um, that's what they'll do. They'll take fucking AI and then re-rename it to like machine learning. No, of course they will, because that's what it always has been. Right. Um, I've had the I've had the same thought of like how much of this AI shit is actually just like pattern recognition. Most like really huge most scale. to all of it. And then there's like some complicated math stuff that I don't understand, but like like I understand very nebulously. But like, yeah, it's not. Like it is not truly learning. It is it is pattern based. But also it like it's not getting John Carna paid. And God damn it, that is a sin. Come on I now. Agree with that. Fuck it. I mean, you know, look, I, I think it's it's really wild because you you've been seeing articles about like while everyone's been on strike, the studios have been quietly hiring a lot of AI technicians, you know. It's Hold like on. which is so funny because at the same time that industry is crashing and burning faster than anyone, even even the real cynics thought it would. Wait a minute. Silly. Nobody wants it. It makes garbage and it is like it. I I I think the right term is that there's a replication crisis. Yeah. Um if it's not, I don't want to hear it from any STEM bros. Um, <laughs> but like if you if you keep because now like everything on the internet is AI produced garbage, the AIs that are training on this amount of text like are training on the garbage and it's ruining their data and their algorithms because right, they starting predict, to eat itself alive. Yeah. Um what it what it pushes towards as outcomes aren't necessarily like actual outcomes. It's like what it thinks the outcomes are. Um this is the same reason why you can wear like a weird QR code t-shirt and disrupt like a facial recognition scanner. Mm. Um because like what it is looking for in an image to identify it as a tree or a person or an empty street isn't what's actually there. Um, but yeah, like people don't want it. It doesn't really work as well as it was promised because it was promised to make you into God. And turns out, well, as with every other technological advancement that has promised that, doesn't do it. Hold yeah. on, I'm trying. I'm on ChatGPT right now. Write me an apology letter in the style of John Carna to Dude, we're going to have to talk about editing that out. I feel terrible for just blowing up spot. Now you're here. about to blow up a couple things. I'm excited. I'm excited. I appreciate that. We needed that kind of headline. We I don't think we of... was trying to draw that out of you. Write me an apology. You really to don't Stimo. need to lead with that. <laughs> Running your mouth out there in New York, huh? We're going to see what ChatGPT says. Here's the thing. I don't think anyone can really be held accountable for what they do at NYU. I think that's a place that makes people into terrible people. Very true. Very at least for the duration that they're there. He's a really good looking cat. Like it just makes a lot of sense that he'd be with a lot of ladies. It just makes a lot of sense. He's a really good looking cat. Really nice. In the style of John Karna. Not that you're a writer, but let's see what it comes up with. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> Man, I got to lay down some words that are harder than trying to juggle flaming bowling pins while riding a unicycle on a tightrope. I messed up and I just can't tiptoe around it like a squirrel on a sugar high. So here goes. My brain fumbled the ball like a Butterfinger quarterback in the fourth quarter. You know, like when you're at the Oscars and you're about to deliver the most epic acceptance speech ever. And then suddenly your brain does a backflip and you end up saying something like, thanks, mom, for always keeping the fridge stocked. Yeah. That level of epic fail. This goes as a paragraph. So you can find it in your heart to forgive me for this monumental mess. I promise I'll make it up to you like a squirrel on a mission to find the juiciest acorn. We'll have that coffee. Talk about your latest role in a way that makes your eyebrows raise in appreciation and laugh like hyenas with helium balloons. Until then, keep being the awe-inspiring supernova of talent and charisma that you are. And remember that my brain cells are undergoing some serious training. 
yours regrettably and with a truckload of apologies, John Carna. <laughs> that sounds just like you. That's crazy. Not bad. I'm getting my vibe. And I do mean all of that. I mean, you know, the, those words are, I do mean all I of I could that. really tell as you okay, were listening. So check it out. Check it <laughs> out. From the so heart. here's what I'll do now, though. Here's what I'm going to do now. So you asked Chassie to do this. Refer to me as if my name was personal email address. No way. At gmail.com. Bullshit. No. I'm going to send this. Hold on. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch. <laughs> Dude, this is no way, so dude. Funny. Bro, that's not how this is gonna go. You're not well, gonna it's not. pull it. Well, one, I'm bullshitting there's... you. You're fine. You're fine. He's sweating bullets over there <laughs> in that very small apartment. No, you're fine. Come on. I there are like easier good. ways to do that. That last is sentence was good, though. Find... That last sentence is good, though. Can you, you find people's email that way? No, see, boom. How you like uh, that? shit? This has been Holiday Curry with the new metal agenda. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. <laughs> antics antics torture i really want to know is that how you can find can you find emails this way i mean like what's going on i saw someone do that with a credit card number but it was in a closed experiment so it it fully depends on what training data it has and because there is so much information that either like has to be public or has been leaked one way or another like there's a huge amount of information that's just publicly available on the internet like like voter rolls are publicly available like people's names and addresses are legally public and right. like so on you the internet think of an ai software is being trained on pattern recognition available in all the fucking data on the internet, your shit is in there somewhere. It did nail yeah. your tone of voice after all. Can you, can you, well, okay. I will tell you this. That was kind of insane because I, it was a lot more similes than I would normally use in an apology. Like I would, that was a lot of similes. So you're not just a squirrel trying to get the juiciest acorn. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, but that I would maybe say the squirrel and the acorn. That's kind of sick. I'm like, all right, respect. But, but can I, it's worth can you knowing do an experiment for my personal email address. Can you just say, can you refer to me as my personal? And then maybe just like type it in the chat. Or all right, can, fine. Yeah. But if I keep doing this, we're all going to get canceled. If I get a lot of new metal people. Not me, though. You have fun, though. Just email me. What? Just I just want to know if my email address is out there. Uh, hold on. I mean, I've got it. What is actually, it? I do well, have it, actually. I do. Yeah, because I sent it to you. I know. Yes, six nine six nine. At Verizon.net. Hold on. Hold it was on. just stories I heard from people who slept. Well, let me get back there. Let's pick up okay. this discussion, though, before we're done here. So, New Metal Cinema, speaking of, <laughs> what, was there any New Metal Cinema you guys actually saw at the yeah. time? Because all these movies, I think I had to see after the fact. I maybe saw Mission Matrix. Impossible, too. I think that one's Most of these movies, I've watched like three pixel camera rips of. Why? I was a baby. Mm. a baby downloading cam rips of no as like an adult later watching cam but i couldn't rips have watched them at the time because i was like not born but then why was your when why was your adulthood spent watching cam rips of scream 3 you know what, what? You who, who can it? say why i've watched a four pixel version of spawn oh terror did you watch it on my stream i did watch it on your stream John Carno, we do this fun thing we haven't terrible. done it terrible we haven't done it in a minute, but when I so what I'll do is is you know how on Twitch, right? Twitch has very serious copyright control. Certainly. Yeah. So what I do is I'll download camrip bootlegs, theater bootlegs of movies, and I'll stream those. It's transformative. Plus, it's it looks like shit. You can't even tell with a lot of these. Movies. Yeah, if, if it's shitty enough, uh, the content ID doesn't pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> and Spawn, but Spawn was bad though because Spawn is on its own a very dark movie. So bootlegging Spawn made it into a even darker movie we've seen some good shit on that stream that we watched the spider we watched spider-man on that stream we watched ah, the matrix dude. on that stream no we That's didn't we watched the matrix was discard i really no, thought we watched about... no we absolutely streamed the matrix i gotta say about That's crazy of you. if we could just focus up on screen three here okay. i just want to say it really made me feel great for creed that one i didn't realize creed could be as hard as they were on that soundtrack I kind of missed, I underestimated Creed, but I also want to say it's beautiful that Creed had Spider-Man or the, the Scream 3 vibe. Nickelback had the Spider-Man Spider 2 vibe. vibe. You know, they were kind of looking at each other. 
they were looking at each other. They were, yeah, man, they never really did cross paths, were they? Yeah. Two were from hell, Nickelback and Creed. Who would open that? Creed would open Both Canadian? Creed is Creed not is not Creed is think. Florida. Creed is fucking okay. Florida. Creed is so Florida. That does not surprise me, dude. No. They are Florida. No. Dude, I still I show people that video you posted of Fred Durst like blowing up the lead singer of Creed spot on stage, being like, that guy's a fucking eagle maniac. Yeah, nobody I, that that hadn't been surfaced in a long time. Um that the reason really that made it up stuff. there was a friend of ours. Uh it's so funny how we do this now we're so tactical um kevin of big trash and M- mtv mtv fame kevin mm. kenny was like was like dude creed's blowing up huge on tiktok right now and i'm like nice really time. and i was like okay so i thought yeah. about it for a second and i was like limp biscuit and creed had some feud let me post that clip and it's just like 1.1 million views on dude, tiktok and i was like i was funny. like son of a bitch he was right he was right yeah this nah, is gotta be this guy is that's, That's the next thing, cool. by the way, I'm going to go to jail for is is TikTok will pay you. John Carner, are you huge on TikTok? No, man. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have one. I, I just see shit from real 30, You're 30. Yeah. You're in it. So you know how to use Instagram and Twitter. That's that was our generational. I'm familiar with it. I don't know how to use it. Finally. You know what? Can I say? Well, because did they way. also train out of you? Like. Because you went to theater school, right? So it's yeah. there's really a style to like theater posting theater posting i mean honestly like my whole thing was that i couldn't believe that i was even asked to post anything like when i was on scream when the episodes would come out they'd be like you know why don't you live tweet the episodes but the thing is is i was just we were all with each other as friends like just pretty silly that night you know very silly and i was reading about how bad it was it was a little silly you know you're like you know you're trying your way you talk about a project with friends is different from how you talk about it like in promotional copy and that's like good and And you can go back to some of my tweets any of the ones that have a dragon emoji the dragon was meant to symbolize that i thought it was all quite silly it was a very silly thing it was your sneaky little uh your sneaky little uh uh, oh, sorry, X. You know what I really like, by the way, about it being renamed X? You can't Google the archive for anything. I can't find your dragon tweets because if you search X, John Carna, dragon, it gets you a lot of results. Anyway, refer. ChatGPT <laughs> just started. Don't, I know it, man. <laughs> Don't. You know, that's very new metal. I think it's very new metal. Um, you know. no, I think the fact really that they used like a stock distress texture on, on the logo that's pretty new metal that's pretty new. but that's the only thing yeah i know that's kind of a bummer actually no i i kind of think that the like catastrophic brand recognition mistake is like shooting yourself in the foot that bad also kind of kind of on brand kind of on brand kind of elon it's very elon brand we are off brand now I think that we seem to have, you know, pretty much stretched, reached the limit here on our new metal cinema discussion. Anyone have any closing thoughts, arguments? John? You know, my closing thought is I didn't expect to speak about what I spoke about tonight, but I did really enjoy it. I, yeah. I was going to say, in a good way or a bad way? I think you guys are good people. And, uh, you know, I feel deeper into the new metal community and oh uh, you're always you're you're so welcome open door open i want to learn i i you know i'm here i'm a neophyte i'm a young (laughs) acolyte of new metal and i want you to just send me links every now and again you know and just let me know if there's any good new new metal i mean what's going on now like what's going on we have we spend we spend a lot of time on this topic we we have a lot of bands that i can send you a playlist it's fucking weird yeah yeah hold up we've got a are we trying to plug? Are we plugging? You plugging? What, what do you mean? What's going on in new metal these days? You were just, oh, no, was, Riv was just about to plug. Put it in the chat. No, you do it. Put it okay. in the chat. We, so we have a website. website. We have a website called newmetalagenda.com, and it's a news website that we do where we publish interviews, features, reviews, sort of all that stuff where we try to do a mix of some throwback stuff, but we try to keep it very focused on 
the new of the new metal. And the page that was just sent to you in the Zoom chat has our Spotify playlist and our recent write-ups of bands that are doing things with the genre that we find compelling. So wow. we're working to, we're really working to build that up to something where we can start spotlighting bands that are doing interesting things with, with the heavy music sound, because really that, that is all that actually matters is that new bands, new artists find their way into this and can make something out of it. Like it doesn't, you know, I can post clips of Limp Bizkit all day long. This shit doesn't matter. Shit's just going to go away if we don't, yeah. if we don't big up new talent. So that's what we're working on doing much, much more of. So John Carner, make sure to click that. Yeah. Shout us out to your followers. I don't know. Do something. I'll do say something, something man. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I think the time is now. This is what I'm noticing is like, there's a reason why this is coming back is I think life is getting just as fucking crazy as it was in Y2K. There is this kind of like inflection point where what we've been experiencing. I think like Trump coming into office is the inflection point of the same thing of like, you know, now we're in a new millennium. And so it makes a lot of sense. It's just cool that, you know, it's cool that you guys are, you know, waving the flag. I think it's cool. And it's cool that you came on the show with us. It was great chatting with you, man. It was great. Yeah. And we're just going to have to really bleep out. Name great chatting with you. Really great. Yeah, I'm glad you gave us your uncensored thoughts, you know, that you just let it off. <laughs> if you reach out to me after this and you're like, take it out, I will take it out. I promise. Just bleep it. Just bleep the name. I think that's all we have to do. You need to go. Nope. It's whole or nothing. It's all or nothing. <laughs> so when I get to the editing stage, I'll think about it. You know what? No, I'll put out. I'll put out his part as a patreon exclusive I'll, drop <laughs> patreon. I'll play it on twitch or something i'll be like hey a bonus episode a bonus episode a bonus episode why is it only five minutes you'll see that's okay john i have a i have a i have a story to pay back in kind oh really okay but yeah all right this has been Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. Once again, thanking our guest, John Carner, for taking the time out to speak with us. John, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank Solidarity you. to you, by the way. Um, stay, Keep keep at it. Keep fighting the good fight on that picket line. Uh, keep on living in this four-white-walled wall, four white walled studio with one working light in it. Yeah, I'm going to see if they let me out later. But um... Can you just, like, spin the camera on real quick? I'm like... No, oh, no, it's a dirty room. But I'll tell you... This is a window. <laughs> oh, it actually is looking like I live in the dream. Window, yeah, I'm in the East Village. You know, no yeah. AC, man. You know, I'm just living it. The fans about oh, to come I back know. on when this uh, when this turns off. I gotta try again. All right, but this has been Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. Just reminding everyone at home to be constantly listening to and supporting the new and uh, exciting artists that are in this genre. And uh, you guys all have a great night.